Blog Talk Radio. Sorry, but your call cannot be completed.
The number you have dialed has not been recognized. Please try again. I'm doing very well on that one. Uh, I'm going to see. You'll probably have to dial us tonight, I'm afraid. Um, let me try that again. Uh, boy. I don't know. I kind of was afraid of this. I, I gave him the backup number to call the, to call the show. But um, we will try to do the best we can here. Sorry, but your call cannot be completed. I didn't think so. We uh, the problem we got to have here is that he gave me his cell phone number to call him. He could, he was supposed to be at a landline tonight, and uh, hopefully he'll be able to call our number uh, for the show. Um, little, hmm. but um, I won't be able to do that until for a few more minutes there. I told him if I couldn't get through to him by 8.05, I'd please call the program. I was afraid there might be a problem with this because it's a landline that he wanted us to dial through the system and it can virtually use only backup lines, uh, you know, the uh, backup lines, but uh, landlines. Um, so anyway, uh, let's go Let's go on <laughs> with this. Uh, I'm going to uh, let me read a little more about what he has to say. And uh, I think you'd be surprised because I, I was very surprised actually. Um, but he not only talks about UK politics, but he talks about um, um, uh, uh, you know, of course, American politics. And right now he's specializing on American politics. Um, but today's post on his blog, and I I have a tendency I tend to disagree with him a little bit. I believe Trump's going to win, but I have doubts about Hillary tonight. I think Bernie's going to take this tonight. When the primaries began well over two months ago, few expected both uh, Republican and Democrats would still be exciting uh, betting heats by the time the process reached New York. But normally at this stage, the heading, uh, the leading candidate is well on course to win a major majority of delegates, and the latter primaries serve as a chance for the party to rubber stamp their candidate uh, ahead of the general election. Yet, Ahead of tomorrow's uh, valuable primary in the Empire State, both races are unsettled and both parties divided. Perhaps with Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders uh, providing unique candidacies on either side, drawing new voters to the primary, where so um, we should have realized this would be like no other year. The former continues to hog uh, most of the publicity delegate leaders and is favored at one one to seven one point seven equal to fifty nine percent chance to be the Republican nominee. But Trump is no nearer uniting Republicans, with at least a third viewing him unfavorably. And uh, he wrote the rest on the uh, on the exchange there, and I uh, uh, and he's got a little thing here, but it says in, in ten weeks' time. Um, England will be vote will vote on arguably its most important political decision over 40 years regarding membership of the European Union. After considering and debating the question for 20, uh, the time has come uh, to bet on it. I still loathe to make a definitive prediction about the result, but the current odds are 1.48, and 
I'm not sure what the, well, how he breaks that down. Minus 1.48. So I guess it's, I don't know what the odds are on that. That's kind of weird. But um, anyway, hang on, folks. We'll see if he's going to call in, call me in. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to. Uh, yeah. We can't call him. Uh, they're not uh, either. It's the wrong number that the publicist gave me, or uh, it's a land. It's not a landline, and it is a. Uh, it's not. A, it for some reason, it's not a computer-generated number that I can call. So uh, we will just wait and see. And if he doesn't call, well, you know, then unfortunately we got to cancel. That happens sometimes, and nothing else we can do about it. But. Um, let's uh, let's hope for the sake of the show and uh, everybody concerned that we get a chance to talk to him. That's too bad. Um, I'll keep an eye on that. Uh, in the meantime, why don't we go to a couple of interesting factoids here. Um, that's interesting. This has nothing to do with the, with the elections, but I, since it's alternative news night, uh, why don't we get to hear some real alternative news? Uh, Lifestyle, it says, the world's oldest dog, Maggie, dies peacefully, sleeping in her basket. It's kind of bizarre. Check that one out. I wonder how old she was. I lost my dog last year. He was 14. And uh, I said, I don't know how old she was. She a little old look. I got a picture over there. She's a pretty old looking girl, but of course not. Not coming up. Come on. How old are you, Maggie? Yeah. So I'm sorry, I can't uh, to get that one up there. Has destroyed what it means to be a Wisconsinite. 
1914, the Smith-Lever Act, uh, building on the land-grant university philosophy, first put into action by the Moral Act, Moral Act, I don't know what this gig is, but hang on one second, I just got to check my site here, there you go, sorry folks, um, let's see where we are here, Don't mind me, everybody. I'm just kind of like goofing here. Uh, I think this is, it's kind of important for especially tonight, since I don't have any stats on 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 if Bernie won or not. That I'm believing that he probably has. But um, I wanted to state that uh, uh, one of the best one of the, one of the best articles I've read recently on this, besides my own, which I'll read later. Uh, but um, I I was kind of surprised at um, oops what happened there come on uh, uh, okay okay excuse me folks I have to keep going back and forth to see if our friend's calling in here but I don't see him doing that right now so it take a, a few minutes to do. Yeah, Bernie Sanders. Poll understanding is he says polls are understating his support in New York. I hope this is really true. But Bernie Sanders urged caution Monday against interpreting polls showing him trailing Hillary Clinton in uh, New York. His argument: We've been here before. Those are the public polls. The public. The bottom line is: Let's look at the real polls tomorrow. The Vermont senator told NBC Today. Um, that was uh, yesterday that he spoke. Um, and he says, uh, generally speaking, polling has underestimated how we do in, uh, and how we do in elections. Sanders noted that his campaign was drowned, was down by as many as 25 points in Michigan before it pulled off the victory upset on March 8th. And according to the Real Clear, Real Clear Politics average of polls uh, of likely voters in New York's, uh, April 19th primary, uh, Clinton leads Sanders by nearly 13 percentage points, but and there's no sign that he's closing the gap. But the main point is, I think, we have a message that's resonating all over this country, Sanders said, and we have enthusiasm, we have energy, and people understand that it's too late for establishment politics and economics. They want real change in the country. They want leadership to stand up to the billionaire class, and that's what we are providing, Okay, which is interesting, very interesting to note that. So hang on one second, folks, and I'm going to... Uh... I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. Okay. That's wrong one. Okay, there you go. Oh, okay. Well, it looks like our friend isn't going to be calling us here, or he might, if he is, he's late, very late in doing so, and we can't get hold of him. So um, I want to thank. I'm sorry that we can't do it. Unfortunately, um, he's um, <laughs> eight hours behind, or uh, eight hours, but yeah, behind us, and it's one um, or six hours or something like that. It's one o'clock at his time, but um, I don't know if he. Uh, Got my uh, his publicist number, but he, I, uh, he has to call us because for some reason 
were not able to call him. And the only line that he gave, he was supposed to be on his landline tonight, but he made a sudden change, and it was his uh, cell line. And you know, it, you know, some some cell services, uh, you know, call overseas; others don't. So I, I don't know. But this one, for some reason, doesn't. And um, unfortunately, we're not able to uh, connect with him. So I'm sorry to say. Uh, I can try again. Sorry, but your call cannot be completed. Well, it ain't going to work this time. It's not going to work at all. Um, I'll get one other thing that I can try. Uh, one other thing. The number you have dialed has not been recognized. Please try again. Uh, I think either they gave oh either they gave me the wrong number or uh, hmm. yeah they gave me the image. She must they must have the wrong number on that. But anyway, uh, let me uh, let me go on with the with the stories. Maybe we'll get them later or maybe not all. I have to reschedule. But tonight our guest is was supposed to be Paul Krishnamurti, who is a professional gambler and founder of politicalgambler.com. Also, we'll focus on the New York primary and other national and international political races. Well, that's what we had him, uh, considered, but uh, I don't think that's going to happen tonight. So let's just move on and uh, see what else happens here. I thought maybe he would get lucky and he'd be posting a, uh, posting something, but he already did made a post today. Um, and um see if I can find something interesting on his blog, but he talks a great deal about, uh, of course, he's in England. So. Okay, he says, if you think Trump will be the nominee, now is the time to bet. Now, he uh, wrote this back on April 8th. I don't understand a lot of the stuff he's talking about here, the gambling stuff, but uh, it's uh, kind of a, it's too bad I can't get to talk to him, it's too bad, it would have been a, it would have been a good interview tonight, but we'll, we'll have to do something else, but I, I, uh, <clears throat> I wanted to, uh, uh, let's, let's go back to the original, to the story I was talking about, um, about Wisconsin. Then we can talk with Democrats are winning the Supreme Court fight over Merrick Garland. I don't know if that's such a great idea because uh, uh, he seems to be a moderate. He seems to be a real moderate and maybe even more so a conservative. And uh, that's the problem. That's the Supreme Court justice that, uh, that Obama just nominated. Uh, all right, here's a good one for tonight. Why the Hinton? The, why the Hinton? Why the Clinton camp freakout? Okay, I guess there was a freakout I didn't know about um, with the Clinton camp. Should be interesting. All right. Let's see what she said there. The Hillary freakout. 
something virtually insurmountable lead in a big victory expected on New York tonight. It's hard to understand why the campaign and their supporters elsewhere are so freaked out about attacks coming from Bernie Sanders. In a fundraising email, her campaign chief, Robbie Mooks, complained. Over the weekend, they had protesters outside one of fundraising events. That's true. That was so funny. Uh, one whose proceeds went to just to Hillary for America, but to the uh, Democratic National Committee and 32 state Democratic parties, throwing dollar bills at Hillary's motorcade as if they were at, shall we say, an adult entertainment venue. <laughs> this was just days after someone introducing Bernie at a rally called Hillary a Democratic whore. Oh, boy. Well, she is, you know, for crying out loud. She she is. It's, that's the problem with, with Hillary. You know, nobody got any respect for her. And um, those that do don't respect themselves. Um, but anyway, let's, uh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. But, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's true. I mean, when you look at this woman possibly being indicted in the, within the next month, and they claim that the, that, that FBI indictment will be coming down, uh, possibly in the in May, all right. So she's still got another two weeks to do a lot of damage with the with the primaries. But all that's going to go over to once she gets once she gets indicted, uh, she'll be have to leave the race, and they'll all go to Bernie anyway. He'll be the only one left in the convention. So um, you know, so um, hey, let Bernie ride it out. He probably will win tonight anyway. And I said uh, over the weekend, yeah, I told you it was really funny. Uh, they threw dollar bills at Hillary's car. In last week's debate, Bernie questioned Hillary's commitment to fighting climate change because a whopping um, 0.2% of the money given to our campaign has come from employees of uh, her campaign, rather, has come to uh, employees of oil and gas companies, not even 2%, mind you. And of course, um, Bernie, of, of course, Sanders spent several days calling Hillary unqualified for the presidency based on an entirely false claim that Hillary had said the same about him. He hadn't, and still hasn't, even after what he said. <laughs> he frets, it's hard to see somehow anyone other than Donald Trump and Ted Cruz benefits from his downward spiral of irresponsible and baseless attacks. Right now, Uh, uh, the 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 hill is such a is such a troll for Hillary, you know. It's unbelievable. So anyway, let's try something else here. But the, uh, she's, they're freaking out because they're so scared. They're just so scared. Yeah, yeah our guest hasn't called, so sorry, folks. It doesn't look like we're gonna have our guest tonight. Um, but let, anyway, let me let me move on here. Um, yeah, yeah. Politico, the Hill. This is from the Washington Post. This one, it's, they're all trolls for Hillary. You know, they they really are. And uh, I don't give them a, I don't give them any credibility at all. Um, for those of you who know, uh, who don't know, uh, the owner of Washington Post. Uh, is also the owner of Amazon.com. And yeah, believe it or not. Uh, oh, God. 
only down to two points. Whoa. Isn't it this, folks? This is an interesting one. Uh, NBC, uh, Wall Street Journal poll. Hillary, let's see, Hillary Clinton leads Bernie Sanders by just two points in the Democratic presidential race, according to results from a brand-new NBC poll, uh, Washington Journal poll. Wow. Uh, Clinton gets support from 50% of Democratic primary voters, while Sanders gets support from 48%. That's down from Clinton's nine-point advantage a month ago, and 53% to 44%. So the national poll... Uh, how New York could change the delegate map, yeah. And then the national poll, however, comes as Clinton is viewed uh, as the favorite in Tuesday's Democratic primary in New York, and as Clinton leads Sanders in the delegate race and popular votes. Let me just check my... Okay. Um, indeed, uh, more than half of the country has had, has already voted in Democratic and Republican primary races. So really interesting. In the curious, in the current NBC uh, Wall Street Journal poll, uh, Clinton leads Sanders by 15 points above among women, 57 percent to 42 percent. Though this down, this is down from her 20 point plus edge earlier this year. She also ahead of Sanders among minorities. Uh, for 59% to 41, but that has declined significantly of her 30-point advantage here in the past. And among those 50 and older, Clinton is up 62% to 35%. Wow. Again, down from her past leads among, uh, she was, she was, Clinton is up 62% to 35%. That make any sense. All right. And again, down from her past leads among this demographic group. Uh, by contrast, Sanders leads among men by 17 points. Wow. 58 to 41. Whites, 53% to 44%. And those age 18 to 49, 66% to 34%. I don't know what they're not exactly. I, I, it's hard for me to understand these particular things here. Sanders leads among white men, uh, no, among men, by 17 points. And uh, whites, 53% to 44%. So he's he's ahead by whites and by men, and especially those age 18 to 49. Um, the NSC poll was conducted April 10th to 14th, uh, with a margin of error among the 339 Democratic primary voters uh, surveyed as plus minus 5.3%. So that could make a big difference in this way as she's only a few points behind us, uh, ahead of Sanders. So she's there within the margin of error for New York. Whoa, that's amazing. So she's down a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I'm kind of happy to hear that. So this guy's making book on Hillary. I think he's going to lose. But, uh, of course, we haven't heard back from him yet, so let's see if what happens here. Um, okay. All right. Uh, let's go on here. Uh, 
I don't know. All right. This is probably good. Clinton delegate lead down to 194, even as dramatic miscounting delegates by media. Ah, that's another interesting thing. Yeah, they miscounted. Uh, they gave Hillary 194 extra delegates, all right, than, than she actually has. Clinton is winning the state that looked like the Democratic, that looked like the states that look like the Democratic Party. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. But, okay, uh, here's another half post piece, so I'm not sure if they're going to be pro-Hillary or not here. Let's see. Wow, that's so close. 1,299 delegates to 1,105 delegates. All right. That's the insurmountable delegate lead Hillary has over Bernie Sanders. And there are still 1,674 pledged delegates yet to be awarded in 20 primaries uh, and caucuses to be held over the next two months. Scores of up-for-grabs delegates yet to be decided via state and county Democratic conventions, and hundreds and hundreds of superdelegates to be wooed by both candidates and uh, Philadelphia this summer, with not a single one of them having officially committed themselves to anybody. Wow, that's amazing. That's the cold hard truth, the indisputable numeric data of the current election cycle, but it's not the story Americans are being told. Why? Well... Uh, probably I'll tell you why. A second, folks. Make sure. Okay. I just had to go back and check and see if our caller came in, but I don't know. It looks like he's not going to make it tonight. So let's. Uh, we still got another half hour, but um, if he hasn't called by now, chances are he won't. Let's see. Yeah, it's uh, okay. Um. Happened to that article? I was reading. I'm just trying to find it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <clears throat> um, excuse me, folks. I'm a little, little, little commuberated here. I'm trying to trying to follow three websites at the same time. It's a little difficult, but uh, now you get used to it. Actually, four four sites at a time. <laughs> One, two, three. Ah, oh, that's great. My site's gone. Uh, hang on a second. That's not what I want. I want that. Okay. And don't want that. Get right there. Wait one second here and see if I can get back into my uh, boy. Yeah. So anyway, it doesn't look so good. I, I'm very curious. To, it looks like it's going to be a really close race in New York for Hillary. Anyway, I think Trump will take over, take it away, but Hillary no. Very big. Uh, very big issue here. Hang on one second here and get back to my site. There you go. All right. Sorry, folks. I just uh, uh, doing as well as I expected to here. 
Here we go. All right. Um, yeah, so anyway, Clinton delegate lead is down to 194, even as Democratic miscounting of delegates by media uh, companies, uh, by the media continues. They just keep miscounting the delegates. Okay, so... Um, well, let's put it this way. This article continues and says, Say what you will about Nate Silver's 358.com, for instance, that is, uh, that it projects its projections for Bernie Sanders in primaries and caucuses have routinely been low, a fact which still comf- uncomfortably uh, besides its penchant for publishing articles marginalizing Sanders and his support is chaotic. But they've consistently had the most accurate delegate counts for the Democratic primary race. Of course, they're the insiders. But you see, the interesting thing is, I uh, my, my predictions, and I, I have them on my website. My predictions have been have been right on for these guys for every one of mine. I, I predicted Trump, and I predicted um, Sanders in Michigan, Wisconsin, everywhere. I predicted him. I predicted his wins. So you know, that, that days ahead of time. And weeks in some cases, yeah. So it's all on my website, lasteelshow.org, and um, check it out. But um, and you look under uh, my title, L.A. Steel, um, for president, an independent write-in candidate, yeah, and uh, you'll see it on my menu. Uh, and you can see all these, uh, all this, all of my predictions and everything, and on the front page as well. Um, let me co- let me continue here for a minute. I can forget about our friend. And in just the past week, Sanders has cut Clinton's delegate lead by 20, uh, by 12 in Colorado, uh, and uh, by four each in Nevada and Missouri. And without a single state pri- statewide primary or caucus being held, and even Nate Silver and his crew haven't been able to amend their usually accurate delegate tallies fast enough, that's understandable. It's easy to fall behind in reporting on a candidate who's beaten Hillary Clinton eight election days in a row. And uh, President Obama, having never lost more than two in a row in 2008, when you... Uh, also have to publish esoterically misleading stories like Clinton is winning the states that look like the Democratic Party and uh, Bernie Sanders is even less competitive than he appears. Sanders supporters understand burying a candidate is hard work. But on the assumption that Silver, who's actually a pollster and not an editorialist, will get back to doing what he's known for, He'll notice that not only is Sanders way ahead of Clinton in favorability polling, head-to-head nationally in polling against GOP candidates, head-to-head battleground state polling against GOP candidates, and also in many of the recent national polls, head-to-head polling against Hillary herself. And he's also cutting into her pledged delicate lead nearly daily without having to lift a finger. That's amazing. That's, that's, that's totally totally amazingly good news you know for me because yeah I, I like Bernie I, I really do and um, you know I, I like Bernie people I like the people that are supporting Bernie you know and um, 
So anyway, um, yeah. So anyway, uh, it comes to gaining four delegates in Arizona the week before that. But that that's being contested now too. That Arizona is is going for Bernie because they they're uh, they're redoing that. that. They may have to do a whole revote because they there was so much fraud in Arizona. This means that Clinton's delegate lead has dropped by 24 in just the last two weeks, and in uh, events in barely events covered by the media in four of the nation's 50 states. Wow! And if uh, similar events were to occur at even a handful of the other 46 parties conventions, um, Hill, uh, Clinton's lead, even outside any remaining primaries and caucuses, could be greatly imperiled. Seems no newsworthy, uh, doesn't it? Cutting 24 delegates off Clinton's 200-plus delegate lead is just four states in 14 days. With two months left in the primary season, 20 primaries and caucuses left, and many uh, states that have already held primaries and caucuses still planning to hold precisely the sort of county conventions that have already netted Sanders so many new delegates in so little time. And apparently not. So... What's the new delegate count again? Well, it's 1,299 to 1,105. Yeah, that's right. With 1,674 delegates left to be awarded and possibly dozens of delegates left to be re-awarded following county and state-level Democratic conventions across the nation, Clinton's delegate lead, so insurmountable it's really only spoken of these days in euphemistic superlatives is no more than 1,299 to 1,105. God, he's less than, he's only a he's hundred and uh, a few hundred, not even 200 uh, delegates away. That's amazing, guys. That, that's really amazing, you know? So uh, it looks like Bernie really might be able to pull this off. I hope he wins New York. God, I hope he wins New York. I really, really do. But um, anyway, let's move on here, and let's see what we're going to do. It's just just a wonderful thing, you know. Everybody everybody knows what it is like to to see somebody good win, you know, I think. Uh, Okay. Let's read another one about Clinton's delegates leads down to 194. Okay, uh, Clinton is winning the states that look like the Democratic Party. Uh, that guy just warned us about that one. More, um, we got an issue here though. Um, here's something really interesting: massive cover-up. <laughs> BLM leases Hammond Ranch land to Russia through Clinton Foundation. <laughs> Can you imagine this? Oh, God. This is something else. So it's like exclusive cover-up. BLM, and I'm not sure but BLM is, I guess, oh, Bureau of Land Management, all right, leases the Hammond Ranch land. Okay, remember where the where the where uh, where they were standing off, you know, standing against the government there? Uh they're leasing that land to Russia through Clinton Foundation donors for uranium. 
That's why they want that cattle off there, man. The, cattle, the reason that, that they wanted that cattle off was because there was uranium on that land. And uh, they want, then they're selling it to, uh, or they're leasing it, not to us, they're leasing it to Russia. Isn't that amazing? Huh? Through the Clinton Foundation uh, donors. Yeah. Evidence has surfaced the Bureau of Land Management has been talking uh, land, uh, taking land rather, with plans to lease it to Clinton Foundation donors. Russia gradually gained control of Uranium One, a major mining company, in three separate transactions from 2009 to 2013, while Hillary Clinton served as Secretary of State. <clears throat> well, Canadian records reveal that the company's chairman used his own family foundation to make four donations to the Clinton Foundation during that time, resulting in a sum contribution of $2.35 million. Secretary Clinton approved the deal for Russia soon after a family slush fund received the donations. And now Vladimir Putin controls 20% of all uranium production capacity in the U.S. Isn't that sick, folks? That is so sick. Undisclosed contributions made to the Clinton Foundation. These contributions were not made known to the public by the Clintons, uh, even though Hillary Clinton made a deal with President Obama to disclose all the donors. Other individuals associated with the company made donations too. Okay, and furthermore, after Russia declared that it was taken over Uranium One, um, Bill Clinton received five hundred thousand dollars from a Moscow speech from a Russian investment bank which promoted Uranium One stock. God, these people are such crooks, man. I mean, these guys are the most crooked company. The, the, the Clintons are crooked. Yeah, I guess you're right. You know, you're right. You're right, Donald. It's crooked Hillary, for sure. Gold mine for uranium. It's not known whether the donations are responsible for the uranium deal, but the timing is suspicious. And since Hammond Ranch is a gold mine for uranium, it's unsurprising that the Clinton Foundation would want to lease the land to Russia through donors. This would also explain why U.S. authorities have been coming down so hard on protesters. Officials aren't prosecuting individuals because of Hammond controversy. Um, Officials are coming down on protests because they are occupying a valuable piece of land, a piece of land that was promised to the Russians. Aha! And according to the New York Times, whether donations to the Russian, to the Clinton Foundation, played any role in the approval of the uranium deal is unknown. But the episode underscores the special ethical challenges presented by the Clinton Foundation, headed by a former president who relied heavily on foreign cash to accumulate $250 million in assets, even as his wife helped steer American foreign policy as Secretary of State, presiding over decisions with the potential to benefit the Foundation's donors. Crook, 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 crook. Unbelievable. You can check that one out at uh, ETF News. Okay, they have that. It's unbelievable. Yeah, you remember the Hammond Ranch? That's where uh, they were. They were. They made them take their cattle off that off that area and stuff after they've been using it for thirty years. But um, unbelievable. <laughs> totally unbelievable. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So put that one on your hat. Remember that, folks. 
NBC News has conceded that the uh, New York Times story, flimsy anti-Clinton allegations contain. Uh, I, I, I don't want to read that. The Clinton Foundation donors got weapons deals from Hillary Clinton's State Department. Are you ready for this, folks? Unbelievable. This woman is so corrupt. She is so corrupt. God, she's corrupt. Under Hillary Clinton, the State Department approved $165 billion worth of commercial arms sales to 20 nations whose governments had given millions, and that's millions, folks, to the Clinton Foundation. Even by the standard of arms deals between the United States and Saudi Arabia, this one was enormous. A consortium of American defense contractors led by Boeing. Uh, hang on a second, folks. Hang on. God damn, I can't stand that. All right. Um, a consortium of American defense contractors led by Boeing would deliver $29 billion, billion with a B, worth of advanced fighter jets to the United States oil-rich ally in the Middle East. This is Saudi Arabia. Israeli officials were agitated, reportedly complaining to the Obama administration that this substantial enhancement to Saudi air power risked disrupting the region's fragile balance of power, and the deal appeared to collide with the State Department's documented concerns about the repressive policies of the Saudi royal government. The family, rather. But now, in late 2011, uh, Hillary Clinton's State Department was formally um, clearing the sales, uh, asserting that it was the national in the national interest. At press conferences in Washington to announce the department's approval, an Assistant Secretary of State, Andrew Shapiro, declared that the deal had been a top priority for Clinton personally. And Shapiro, a longtime aide to Clinton since her Senate days, added that the U.S. Air Force and U.S. Army have excellent relationships with Saudi Arabia. These were not the only relationships bridging leaders of the two nations in the years before Hillary uh, became Secretary of State. The Kingdom of Saudi Arabia contributed at least $10 million to the Clinton Foundation, the philanthropic enterprise she has overseen with her husband, former President Bill Clinton. But two months before the deal was, was uh, finalized, um, Boeing, the defense contractor that manufactures one of the fighter jets, Saudis were especially keen to acquire the F-15, contributed $900,000 to the Clinton Foundation, according to a company press release. Holy fright. The Saudi deal was one of dozens of arms sales approved by Hillary Clinton's State Department. It applied was weapons in the hands of governments that had also donated money to the Clinton family philanthropic empire. And uh, International Business Times uh, investigation is found. With Clinton, uh, let me check one more thing here. Hang on a second, folks. Let's get this. leadership, the State Department approved $165 billion worth of arms sales uh, to 20 nations whose governments have given Bill 
Clinton Foundation. According to uh, IB Times analysis of State Department and Foundation data, the figure derived from the three full fiscal years of Clinton's term as Secretary of State from October 10, 2010 to September 2012 represented nearly double the value of American arms sales made to those countries and approved by the State Department during the same period of George W. Bush's second term. Wow. And the Clinton-led uh, department also authorized $151 billion, that's a B, billion of separate Pentagon-brokered deals for uh, 16 of the countries that donated to the Clinton Foundation, resulting in a 143% increase in completed sales to those nations over the same time frame during the Bush administration. These extra sales were part of a broad increase in American military exports that accompanied Obama's arrival in the White House. The 143% increase in U.S. arms sales to to Clinton Foundation donors compares to an 80% increase in such sales to all countries over the same time period. That's that's unbelievable. American American defense contractors also donated to the Clinton Foundation. While Hillary Clinton was Secretary of State, in some cases made personal payments to Bill Clinton for speaking engagements. Such firms as their subsidiaries and subsidiaries were listed as contractors in um, the $163 billion worth of Pentagon-negotiated deals that were authorized by the Clinton State Department between 2009 and 2012. That was a heyday for weapons weapons manufacturers, man. Ah, the State Department, can you imagine what she would do as president? She would destroy this country, folks. She would destroy it. She'd sell out to ever. She'd sell our, our, she'd sell our secrets. She'd sell our weapons. She'd sell our government. She'd sell everything out, okay, if she were president. She did as a, as a Secretary of State. She would do as much damage as she possibly could, okay, if she ever became president. God knows what Bill uh, what Bill stole. I mean, they don't even know. But the State Department formally approved these arms sales, even as many of the deals enhanced the military power of countries ruled by authoritarian regimes whose human rights abuses have been criticized by the department. Algeria, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, the United Arab Emirates, Oman, and Qatar all donated to the Clinton Foundation and also gained State Department clearances to buy caches of American-made weapons, even as the department singled them out for a range of alleged ills, for corruption to restrictions on civil liberties to violent crackdowns against political opponents. A Secretary of State, Hillary Clinton, also accused some of these countries of failing to marshal a serious and sustained campaign to confront terrorism. In a December 2009 um, uh, State Department cable published by WikiLeaks, Clinton complained of an ongoing challenge to persuade Saudi officials to treat terrorist financing emanating from Saudi Arabia as a strategic priority. She declared that Qatar's overall level of, of uh, CT cooperation with the U.S. is... Um, considered the worst in the region, and she said the Kuwaiti government was less inclined to take action against Kuwait-based financiers and facilitators plotting attacks. She noted that the uh, United Arab Emirates-based donors 
have provided financial support to a variety of terrorist groups. All of these countries donated to the Clinton Foundation and received increased weapons exports authorizations from the Clinton-run State Department. Isn't that interesting? Well, anyway, Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign and Clinton Foundation did not respond to questions from IB Times. In all governments and corporations involved in the arms deals approved by Clinton's State Department have delivered between $554 million and $141 million to Clinton Foundation, as well as hundreds of thousands of dollars in payments to the Clinton family, according to Foundation and State Department records. Isn't that amazing, folks? Just amazing. Involved in the arms deals approved by Clinton's State Department have delivered between $54 million and $101 million to the Clinton Foundation, as well as hundreds of thousands of dollars in payments to the Clinton family, according to the Foundation. Yeah. Um, the Clinton Foundation publishes only a rough range of individual contributor donations, making a more precise accounting impossible. So they're covering up all their donations, all the oh, These guys are such crooks. Uh, under federal law, foreign governments seeking State Department clearance by, to buy American-made arms are barred from making campaign contributions. A prohibition aimed at preventing uh, foreign interests from using cash to influence national security policies, but nothing prevents them from contributing to a philanthropic foundation controlled by policymakers. Just before Hillary Clinton became Secretary of State, the Clinton Foundation signed an agreement uh, generally obligating it to disclose to the State Department increases in its contributions from its existing foreign donors, government donors, and any new foreign government donors. Or any existing or new foreign government donors. Okay. Those increases were to be reviewed uh, by an official of the State Department and, as appropriate, the White House Counsel's Office. According to available disclosures, officials at the State Department and White House raised no issues about potential conflicts related to arms sales. They're probably getting a piece of it, too. During Hillary Clinton's 2009 Senate confirmation hearing, Senator Richard Lugar, Republican of Indiana, urged the Clinton Foundation to four swear accepting contributions uh, from governments abroad. And foreign governments and entities may perceive the Clinton Foundation as a means to gain favor with the state, the Secretary of State, he said. The Clintons did not take Luger's advice in light of the weapons deals following to the uh, Clinton Foundation. Donors, advocates for limits on the influence of money on government action now argue that Luger was persistent prescient in his concerns. The word was out to these groups that one of the best ways to gain access and influence with the Clintons was to give to their foundation. And uh, said Meredith McGee, policy director of the Campaign Legal Center, an advocacy group that seeks to tighten campaign finance disclosure rules. This shows why having public officials or even spouses of public officials can 
connected with these nonprofits is problematic. Um, this article is, is as long as it gets, my God. Um, I really don't have enough time to read it. Um, Um, defense contractors are going to Clinton. Now they're ready for this. Boeing gave them $5 million. They just gave it to the Clinton Foundation. Um, General Electric gave them a million dollars. Goldman Sachs gave them $500,000. This is just to the Clinton Foundation. Okay. And this is donations. Uh, they also gave them uh, probably a couple million bucks in speaker fees. Um, Honeywell, 50000 Lockheed Martin, 250000 United Technologies, 50000 These were donations to the Clinton Foundation. The other companies all asserted that their donations had nothing to do with the arms exports. General Electric, by the way, is a major, major um, uh, weapons uh, manufacturer. Especially, uh, not only do they uh, make uh, the F-15, but they also make, uh, you know, they also create a bunch of other things, you know, nuclear weapons, you name it. Um, During their Senate confirmation proceedings in 2009, Hillary Clinton declared that she and her husband were committed to ensuring that his work does not present a conflict of interest with the duties of Secretary of State. She pledged... um, to protect against even the appearance of a conflict of interest between his work and duties, and said that in many cases, if not most cases, it's likely the foundation or President Clinton will not pursue any opportunity that presents a conflict. Even so, Bill took an A.S. speaking fees reaching $625,000 at events sponsored by entities that were dealing with Hillary Clinton's State Department on weapons issues. Amazing. It just, it, 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 this goes on and on and on, man. The corruption is so complicit. It's just over-freaking-whelming. Are ready for this now? Okay. The Clinton Foundation donors get big weapons deals. Now, 17 out of 20 countries that have donated to the Clinton Foundation saw increases in arm exports um, authorized by Hillary's State Department. Algeria. They donated $250,000, right, to the foundation. They got to buy, let's see, uh, $2,431,535,000 worth of um, uh, weapons. Algeria, they gave 250000 to the foundation, and they got to buy... Two hundred two million four hundred thousand uh four hundred million dollars um in weapons. The difference was two hundred and seventy four percent over um the prior years. Um Clinton, uh, yeah, Australia, uh they gave ten holy Christ. Australia gave ten million dollars to the to the to the Clinton Foundation. They were able to, in 2006 and 2008, they bought $8 billion worth of um, of weaponry. In 2010 to 2012, they bought 
23, almost $24 billion worth of um, military aid, I mean, military uh, weapons. They gave $10 million to, uh, to uh, Clinton. Bahrain gave $50 million. They got six, they got a good deal. They were able to buy six, almost almost a billion dollars worth of stuff. And Brunei, uh, they gave two fifty, two hundred fifty thousand to to, uh, to to Clinton. They got to buy twenty four million billion, twenty four billion. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Nineteen million dollars worth. I'm sorry. They bought a hundred and one million dollars worth of stuff in two thousand six to two thousand eight, and then they bought in two thousand ten to two thousand eleven. They bought, um, you know, a whole lot more. Unbelievable, folks. It's totally unbelievable. But that seems goes on. But anyway, tonight we're done. I want to thank everybody who joined us. I'm really very sorry that we didn't have our guest on. We weren't able to get him. And for some reason, he probably wasn't able to call here. But I don't think his cell phone probably covers, um, you know, maybe it doesn't cover overseas. Who knows? But anyway, uh, aside from that, uh, we want to thank everybody who joined me tonight and uh, look forward to talking to you tomorrow night when we have our union night uh, and see what, uh, and I'll talk to you about a whole bunch of things going on there uh, and uh, bring you up to date and we'll find out who won, uh, who won the primary, New York primary. I'm banking on, on uh, Bernie tonight. Let's hope it's true. So good night, everybody, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.